Wine educators frequently promise to demystify wine, to explain the inexplicable. Demystification seems to always be a well-intended mission, but there are other things to consider. A mystery is a hidden or secret thing. It arouses curiosity, suspense, or speculation. Mysteries tempt us into their lair. They seduce us like a novel we can't put down or a suspense movie that we never want to end. Welcome to Grape Encounters, where we confidently offer a wealth of insight and answers about wine and the lifestyle it engenders. But we also give you plenty to ponder, experience, and engage the imagination. So, while demystification certainly has its place, the real magic is in the mysteries, and they should be experienced, not explained. Don't worry, you'll learn plenty on this journey, but our paramount objective is to make sure you have an unforgettable grape encounter. Now it's time to raise your tray table to the upright and locked position. encounter and today today is the day that i have been waiting for for months actually i'm gonna say years because my guest today is not only the most colorful dynamic innovative figure in the wine world he also hasn't been on for a while and that makes me sad but i am so happy to be digitally looking into the eyes of jean charles boisset Bonjour, David. <laughs> Gosh, it's good to see you. It's been well, just... it's great to see you because often we just talk and it's a fabulous radio show that you have. But now I get to see your fabulous shirt, your great look, your <laughs> usual charm. So it's much better almost in person. I don't know about my great look. I think that it would be more interesting to look in your closet than mine. <laughs> Which, which, by the well, way, a I, lot I, of things hiding in my closet, and that's uh, what you're referring to. Let's well, let's not go there yet. But I do have a, qu a question for you in a minute about your closet, so we're going to definitely do that. But let's start. Let's start with what's going on that is so different than what you've been doing in the past, and you've really gotten out there as a broadcaster, and you have created something called JCB Live. And you're doing everything in your power to crush Grape Encounters. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. You, you've developed an amazing audience. And it's video. Uh, you have a happy hour. Uh, you have a, uh, you're devoting a lot of your time to style. What happened? Where did that well, come from? Thank you so much, first of all, for asking. And second, for talking about it. Because we found ourselves, David, in a very odd situation, March 17. St. Patrick's Day of 2020, right. all our wineries, 15 locations had to close. Yeah. It was the beginning of the pandemic. So we said, how are we going to keep in touch with all our great guests and our friends out there? So we started to do one video that same evening when, you know, the news was to close down. Right. And we all connected and people said, oh, let's do another one tomorrow and another one the next day, which we did. And we really suddenly gathered 50 people, 100, 200, 500. And then we had a lot of people who said, I want to watch it 
at my own time, I'm on the East Coast or in the Midwest or in Japan or in Europe. Can you formalize it? So we said, let's do it. Call it a happy hour, JCB Live. And we started to suddenly, David, we started to have great personalities like you as our guest in the fashion, in the arts, in the music, in the wine, in, in all kinds of background who as a guest were introduced by us to our friends. And it became a wonderful, great energy. So nothing strategically planned, David. It really started because we said, what are we going to do now? How are we going to stay in touch? How are we going to have a happy hour together? And therefore, we drink wine. It's between six and seven every day, Pacific time, on our Facebook, JC Boisset, and our Instagram. And we bring people together. One thing that I think is one of the best reasons for people to tune into JCB Live uh, because it is the real deal. It's incredibly down to earth. It's very relatable. And my gosh, the guests that you get, it's just crazy. It's been very exciting because we use wine as the catalyst of discussion, wine as the introduction to break the boundaries and to bring people together. And you know what is so exciting is, as you so kindly said, I was born and raised in the finest wine region in the world, in the most yeah. high-end vineyards on the planet, the most expensive wine in the world. And whether I promote a wine at $20 or $2,000 a bottle, whether I sell half bottle, one bottle, or 10,000 bottles, I've had as much fun to do it because I convey my passion, which is all about the senses and all about the energy of what wine is about to all of us. There's a saying that I have used for the entirety of my broadcast career in wine, and it goes like this, that wine should be a social lubricant that stimulates conversation about everything except the wine. And the point is, is that we get so mired down in the details that we forget that the wine has a job and we often don't let it do its job because we're so busy picking it apart. Don't you think? I'm fully in agreement with you. We have this ancestral, amazing, divine gift of nature to mankind, which is grapes, that we ferment and transform into that ultimate phenomenal blood of our own energy that is really the most illustrious and divine and refined and sophisticated beverage of all time. And we're so fortunate to be able to have it just with a pizza, as much as a piece of foie gras or caviar, or the most sophisticated food or the most casual food. And that's what I think is so important, as you said, is to use wine as a food, to use wine as a point of discussion, as a point to bring people together from wherever you're from, yeah. whatever culture and religion, wine brings you together and unites you. Okay, so let's talk about your new broadcast career. First of all, <laughs> I am shocked and amazed that you're able to pull this off because now how many days a week are you actually broadcasting? Because well, five. Yeah, five five, yeah right? So I love it because, you know, David, I love people as you do. Oh, yeah. And I listen to those stories of people, to their background, and I get to ask them questions. I learn so much. Over the last year, I finally become a little cleverer than before 
because I learned so much from others. And it has been phenomenal to study people's life and biography and resume. You get to ask them questions and learn from them. So I understand where you come from now even better than ever because I have to do the research. I have to do, you know, and study who those wonderful people are that we have on the show. And I choose every one of them and I love it. Okay, so let's talk about your persona for a second. I want you to tell me, who do you most liken yourself to? I'm just going to give you like six or seven names, all right? Uh, Let's uh, go with Johnny Carson, David Letterman, either before or after the beard, Oprah, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, James Corden, or Craig Ferguson. I love when you say Jimmy Carson or David Letterman because... For me, that's the institution of the history of those shows. And Oprah, because she brings as well a great message within a lot of her interviews. Jimmy Fallon, because he brings a lot of fun to it. So, But you'll notice in every show, there's a depth. There's a lot of information being divulged. I love when people tell me, Jean-Charles, I enjoyed watching it because I learned so much about this topic. So I really use wine as a point of discussion. And that's what I love to do. All right. We're going to stop for just a moment to recognize our advertisers, amazing advertisers on this show, by the way, including Total Wine and more. I'm so excited to have them as uh, our major national sponsor. But we're talking to Jean-Charles Boisset, You have to be living under a rock to not know about Jean Charles, or perhaps you don't drink wine. But frankly, even if you don't drink wine, he's a guy you want to know. And you will learn so much from him, not just about wine, but just about life. And we'll get into that discussion a little bit deeper when we return with Grape Encounters. 12 hand-picked wines for as low as $59? Well, why not? Uncork Adventure with a Total Wine membership. Get two wines a month for a one-time fee. Our friendly experts pick wines that wow. We're guides on your expedition to uncover gems that'll make your taste buds snap to attention. So what'll it be? All reds? Only whites? Or do you want to throw sparkling and rosé into the mix? Just pick a plan that's right for you. Go to membership.totalwine.com. Oh, and cheers. In Greek mythology, we learn the mysterious connection between walnuts and wine. When Dionysus, the god of wine, fell in love with Princess Caria of Laconia, her sisters tried to prevent the romance, so Dionysus turned them into rocks. He also turned his beloved Karya into a walnut tree. She was, after all, a hard nut to crack. At mmorganics.com in Paso Robles, California, Walnuts and Wine is the ultimate love story. You'll flip over their 100% organic port-style dessert wines and organic heirloom walnut products, including sprouted snacking walnuts in five awesome flavors, irresistible raw organic walnut butter, free trade chocolate-covered walnuts, and for bakers, MM Organics produces 100% gluten-free walnut flour, estate walnut oil, and of course, their crazy delicious raw walnuts. Get all their products online at mmorganics.com. That's mmorganics.com.
I know it's going to be a very good day because I'm talking to somebody who just charges my batteries better than Elon Musk. It's John Charles Guasse. And John Charles is, is such an amazing influence in the wine industry because no matter how much the industry might want to steer off course, he will navigate it back down that road that it should always be on. And John Charles, I appreciate that so much. Uh, you've got a program called JCB Live. You are just getting content out at a incredible at an incredible pace and it's all amazing stuff and you have such an amazing circle of friends that you're able to bring to us interviews and discussions with people that most people don't have access to so let's let me ask let me ask you this of all of the interviews that you've done which ones or which ones were the most surprising to you well First, thank you for the compliment and uh, thank you so much as well for, you know, noticing that we've had so many great guests. I think a lot of the guests, every one of them out of the 320 guests we've had year to date, they all phenomenal and interesting. I need to confess all amazing. I'd like to go on to my wife. In fact, Gina Gallo Boisse, that is a leader in wine, who really amazed me after 50 minutes of interview because she really divulged uh, some sides of herself that I did not know. Wow. And that was an amazing interview, I must say. I did many with my daughters that were absolutely phenomenal, including my lovely sister, which were amazing, but obviously it's always great to have John Legend. It's always great to have Jane Seymour as a phenomenal actress who had a very tumultuous life and we learn a great deal from her. To so many great guests from doctors to plastic surgeon to phenomenal artists. It's very hard to say, David, who is my favorite? I think you answered the question. And I, and I love the answer that your wife brought to the table things that you hadn't thought about or you didn't know. That's that's just amazing. Maybe we should all do that with our significant others, sit down and try to learn something new about them. All right, let's talk about public figures for a second. I had wanted to ask you this question. I've wanted to ask you this question for a long time. And the question is this, what, what public figure are you most like? And I'm just going to put out... Uh, I think six or seven suggestions. All right. (laughs) And I I just want to know who you would most relate to, or you can do more than one. First one, Elon Musk. Second one, Justin Bieber. Third one, The Weeknd. Fourth one, P.T. Barnum. And then I'm going to throw in Harry Styles, Cardi B. And Lady Gaga. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a ringer, that last one, right? Well, I'm going to be the woman. I'm going to go Lady Gaga for multiple reasons. And I would have said maybe someone not on your list named Salvatore Dali. Oh, the my gosh. Painter. Really? Yes, because I love to look at the world in a very different way. I love to bring the energy to a place that has never been there. I love to 
present and look at the world again in a very different angle. Yeah. I adore to obviously be multiple person in one that Lady Gaga does magically well. And I love to innovate and to definitely bring to my world, which is wine and food and hospitality, a different spin. That would be the Elon Musk. And, and Beaver is a great entertainer as well. So maybe I'm tempted to say all of the above, but I would say number one, Lady Gaga, for sure. See, I'm shocked that you didn't choose P.T. Barnum, not because of his attitude that there's a sucker born every minute, but that he could make absolutely anything interesting. He could make paint peeling off the wall interesting. <laughs> and I think you can too. I'm going to th throw some questions at you. Let's call this a lightning round for a second. First one is, how many tuxedos do you have? Probably 25. 25, okay. And I love to wear a tuxedo jacket with a jean. You know, it's it's funny that you say that because that's a great metaphor for who you are and how you operate in the wine world. It's a, a tuxedo, but jeans. I think that's lovely. All right. Let's talk really quickly about COVID for a second. Yeah. Uh, of course, we all had to innovate and we all had to adapt. And it, it has not been fun, that's for sure. But you've made it fun. What do you think? has been born out of COVID that will stick around and, you know, would be the silver lining that we should be very grateful for? Well, it's a fabulous question because I think there's a ton of silver lining and, you know, we didn't live the war, even though it's an against the invisible pandemic and the disease, but we did not hit each other with bombs and bazookas and, yeah. and like my grandparents lived. So that's the positive. Number two, uh, we've done some miraculous things as nations and communities where we came up with a vaccine in less than a year. I mean, it's brilliant when you think about it. Yes. So we need to really pat ourselves on the back as humans to be fast innovators. Three, we've enhanced communication with families. Fourth, we've discovered more who we are as a person. We've taken more time to do things. We've become more introspective. We've become better at home. We've become better at receiving at home, which is a great plus. We've become, I think, greater communicators business to business. We've become more socially responsible as minimizing travel for nothing sometimes and taking an airplane and burning 10,000 or 20,000 units of carbon footprint. Seven, I think we've become very thoughtful as far as who we see and what we see and become more selective. Nine, we've written and read more books. That's the good news. We've yeah. become more perspective and more thoughtful about the world. And I would say we spend more time with one another and with oneself and learn to like each other even more and to have greater gratitude for one another. So, you know, I could go on and on. I think the COVID time, in spite of the disease and, of course, people sadly departuring our planet as we know it and become another form of spirituality because I believe in reincarnation and I believe as well in going into another world and being reborn. Be besides the sadness of that, I think it's positive. Oh my gosh. That was absolutely brilliant. I, I'm, I am actually speechless. Because <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't feed you that question in advance. That was brilliant. 
we gonna we've got to take a break because I just need to go take a cold shower. Always, always incredibly insightful, creative, um, stimulating the imagination like few people can. It's John Charles Boisset is with me today and we'll be back and we'll have uh, so many other things to talk about when we return with Grape Encounters. a thirst for wine knowledge, be it trivia or the latest trends, there's a website that's overflowing with content that we've created just for you. It's GrapeEncounters.com, where you'll find literally hundreds upon hundreds of stories and interviews covering almost every topic imaginable. From the world's most colorful and renowned winemakers to unforgettable wine adventures, there's something for every wine lover at GrapeEncounters.com. Go ahead, log on, uncork, pour, swirl, and sip. 12 hand-picked wines for as low as $59? Why not? Uncork Adventure with a total wine membership and get two wines a month for a small one-time fee. Our friendly experts pick wines that wow. We're guides on your expedition to uncover gems that'll make your taste buds snap to attention. So what'll it be? All reds? Only whites? Or do you want to throw a sparkling and rosé into the mix? Pick a plan that's perfect for you. Go to membership.totalwine.com. We're back with more Grape Encounters. Hey, please do us an enormous favor and like us on Facebook. It's the very best way to learn about other opportunities that we may not share on the broadcast. Also, join our mailing list on grapeencounters.com. Listeners on our contact list receive some exclusive opportunities. Become an insider. Enough said. Here's your wine captain, David Wilson. And we're back with Grape Encounters Radio. And I, I really, seriously, if I could have taken a cold shower after that last segment with Jean-Charles Boisset, I would have done it for sure because that was a list that was so insightful. I'm gonna, we're gonna transcribe it and we're gonna put it on the on the website so that you can just digest it a little bit better. Jean-Charles, you said something that I thought was really interesting. You talked about your spirituality. And my question to you is, what do you think characterizes you the most? Are you an actor? Are you a rock star? Or are you a spiritual leader? (laughs) I love the question. Well, you know, I've always believed life is a theater. David, and you know, we on stage all our life and we play different roles. Right. So I would say a form of it is a true, authentic actor who is not playing a role, who is playing his role and my role. So I would say that for sure. Second, I love your question of spiritual leadership because I really believe I was granted a lot of wonderful attributes in terms of energy yeah. and in terms of school of thoughts where, yes, I was raised religiously Catholic, but I embrace Buddhism, Jiduism, and all religion, really, from Hinduism to all of them. And I'm a big fan of them all. So I really believe we need to live our life within certain spiritual guidance as well and really influence that. So I use wine to do those two. So I hope I'm answering your question. This is really where I feel 
I'm expressing myself the most within those two schools. I, I think you have very good insight into yourself. That's amazing. Listen, it's uh, Down to Earth Month in California. Yes. And I know that you are all revved up and are really participating in a very big way. Can you give me very quickly a rundown of some of the things that you're doing? Absolutely, David. So as you know, we're very focused on organic and biodynamic. All our wineries are organic and biodynamically certified. They are as well solar panel, alternative energy. We fully, fully engage into recycling and energy savings. So that's very important to realize. So from the Lodge Vineyards, we do a lot of activity every Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 3 p.m., 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. throughout the month of April. We do tasting in the Earth and Sky Garden. So those tastings are all about the organic wine we produce, which are Chardonnays and Pinots from Hawk Hill, from our estate, from Barbarossi and Fanucci Vineyards. So it's a very engaging tasting, very fun, all really uh, engage into the symbol of human spirit in the relationship of earth and celestial skies, all about bringing as above, so below, and really talking organic and biodynamic. Then you celebrate Earth Day at the Deloche Estate as well uh, from Saturday, April 17, from 1 to 3 p.m. And you do similar tastings as well, all based on great wines and the release of our new rosé. So that would be April 17. Then if you move to Napa Valley, David, we have an amazing event uh, on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, all month from 10.30 onwards, all about the theater of nature tour and tasting for $50. And everybody can dive into the explanation of biodynamic and organic farming. You taste our sparkling, our estate Sauvignon Blanc, our one and a half acre fully organic and biodynamic and generation. So that's very cool for those two wineries. Then we do, of course, an enormous engagement at the Oville Grocery that we own on all food, yes. organic, from Raymond Farms, the Loach Farms, Oakville Grocery Farms. That's what we do. Then finally, all our downturn month, we do on our JCB Live, a ton of interviews. Uh, on Tuesday, April 13th, we do Responsible Sustainability. On Thursday, April 15th, Down to Earth at the Loach. And finally, on Thursday, the 22nd, New Beginnings, where we celebrate Earth Day. And finally, on Tuesday, April 27, we provide all the Oakville grocery purveyors that are organic. So big time organic focus, big time down to earth at all our location, full steam. Okay. I'm going to tell you what, I am so excited, by the way, that you you purchased the Oakville, the Oakville grocery because it's such an iconic place in the Napa Valley. And folks, if you come up to the Napa Valley, it's a place that you have to visit. I know what you're saying, a grocery store. It's not a grocery store. It is amazing. And what you have done to it, Jean-Charles, is just, it's astounding. You have protected its history, but I think taking it up a couple of notches, and that's wonderful. Well, for sure. And we've opened the wine museum, as you know, the right. yes. So it's all about the history of... Uh, the history of Napa Valley through the 16 AVA, you could try over 75 wines by the glass. So all your peers, all our peers, 
you, you have a selection of 1,200 different wines in the wine merchant. And more importantly, you want a pizza, you want a burger, you want an amazing salad, organic. You have it, and there's over 75 seats looking at Tokalon Vineyards, Opus One, Mondavi, and the Maikamas yeah. Mountain. So magic. You, you do not want to try all of that those 70-plus wines at the same time. You've got to split that into at least uh, two visits to the grocery store. Uh, Jean-Charles, I, I'm going to ask you a very serious question now because it's uh, something that really, really is upsetting to me. I was talking to Allison Jordan last week uh, from the Wine Institute about this, and it's attitudes toward climate change, global warming, if you want to call it. I, so many people have turned it into a political issue and therefore, you know, will get very upset when you mention these things. Why is it, in your opinion, that it should not be a political issue? It should be deep and down to earth as above, so below. We should treat Mother Nature as our best friend, as our ally, not as our enemy. We should work with her and be synergistically, totally in symbiotic mode and harmony with her. And I believe it should be beyond politics. Right. If you are lucky enough to live from Mother Nature and with Mother Nature and thanks to Mother Nature, from agriculture to viticulture, dealing with Mother Nature, you should be thankful and be respectful and be organic and be dynamic. Climate change is happening. Global warming has happened. We have the proof of it. In our vineyards, in the regions of wine we produce, we produce in 15 different regions of wine, and we see it in front of us at all time. Let's never forget, we're not invincible. So we need to really be the stewards of our land and do what the Indians used to say. Take off your shoes, David, and caress the skin of Mother Nature. Wow. And I, as I tell people, Jean-Charles, even if you don't believe that the planet is warming, that's not an excuse for not being a terrific custodian of this planet. Jean-Charles, we're going to take a quick break right now. We'll be back with just a few more minutes with Jean-Charles Boisset. And uh, I'll give you all of the contact information so that you can tune in, plug into everything Jean-Charles is doing. Uh, we'll do that a little bit later, but we're going to just uh, slip out for just a minute or two. And we'll be right back with Jean-Charles Boisset on Grape Encounters. Even though I spend almost every waking hour trying to track down all things wine, it takes nearly superhuman powers to keep up with the folks at Total Wine & More. I remember the first time I ever set foot in a Total Wine & More store, my jaw literally dropped to the floor as I tried to comprehend the astonishing wine, spirit, and beer offerings that were suddenly at my fingertips, wonderfully organized for super easy navigation. How do they pull off such an amazing feat? Well, it all comes down to an incomparable team of experts that constantly searches every corner of the world for amazing products priced so you can enjoy them on any occasion. Total Wine doesn't just sell the same old, same old. They're always busy forging relationships with outstanding producers on every continent so that they're able to provide exceptional wines that are exciting and new to you at incredible savings. New discoveries, must-have favorites, and more than 8,000 wine choices that you can even explore from home on your laptop or phone. 
Explore Total Wine in whatever manner suits you best, in person or if you've come to enjoy that curbside experience, you can order online at TotalWine.com and pick up your wine in the store or just outside if a contactless experience is your preference. And make sure to check for special opportunities that are always plentiful at TotalWine.com. There are always plenty of reasons to get excited about your next Total Wine experience. We like to talk about wine. It's hard to imagine a word that's more positive than sprout. Towering trees start as sprouts. New ideas sprout in moments of inspiration. Heck, anything food-wise that is sprouted is better for you. Like bean sprouts, alfalfa sprouts, and your sprouted wheat toast. Well, a truly genius idea recently sprouted in the orchards of MM Organics, makers of truly amazing walnut products. It's their all-new sprouted walnuts. Yep, they take their delicious organic raw dry-farmed walnuts and use a top-secret technique to soak, sprout, and dehydrate them for optimal health benefits. These supremely delicious nuts are perfect for baking, toppings, or snacking on all day. They come in six irresistible flavors, plain, unsalted, sea salt, cinnamon, chai, curry, and chili. You'll find all of their amazing walnut products at mmorganics.com. They've reimagined the sprout, so eat your heart out. Go to mmorganics.com. with Grape Encounters Radio and my very, very special guest, Jean-Charles Boisset, who, I, as I said earlier, he just recharges my battery. And no matter how down you might feel about your life, a couple of minutes with him, even just watching him on, online, is going to change your world. Jean-Charles, you, you are such an innovator, but I do want to ask you something about your limits because I'm always astounded at the things that you will do. And I'm just wondering, is there a bridge too far for you? No. And I believe my limits are my imagination. And always I'm afraid not to think creatively or not to have the next idea. I really believe, you know, we're so fortunate to open our eyes every morning and to embrace the world. So I'm always inspired by what I see. You gave me today so many great ideas. As you can see, I've taken notes of oh a lot gosh. of thoughts you gave me because you inspire me as well. And that's what is so exciting is to keep being inspired and to keep being energized and to keep doing things and to convert an idea into action. This is always my biggest claim to fame is I love to act on the ideas I have. You are definitely a doer. That is for sure. Now, uh, speaking of doing, I want to propose something to you. I think there is a book that you and I have to write. Yes. And, it's a, and it's a very fun book, but let me just set this up for a second and get your reaction to it. When you go online and you search for content that has to do with wine, there is a word that comes up over and over and over again, and it absolutely nauseates me. Everybody tells you that they want to demystify wine. We're going to demystify wine. 
Why do we want to explain away something so thoroughly that we fail after that to see the magic? So I'm hoping you and I will write a book about mystifying wine. We won't succeed to demystify because the myth remains in the effect. So we can demystify how we make it, but we cannot explain necessarily the joie de vivre. Well, I just, I think it's so important for people like you and I to guide people into experiences that they've never had before and let wine be the catalyst for those experiences because we can sit and pick apart wine too much. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't learn as much as you can about wine, but there's a point where you need to immerse yourself in the wine, not the discussion about the wine. So that's um, that's a pet peeve of mine. I think maybe that you have the same attitude where that is concerned. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to keep wine as this divinity that we have, as right. this amazing gift of God to mankind that ferments and transforms itself and is never the same. And the beauty of wine within the equation, it's a constant variable. So it moves as you move throughout the day and it never, ever tastes the same. Because one, you change yeah. as your palate, your nose and your sensory, and two, wine does as well. So the beauty of wine, it's never the same. We're never the same. So it's an evolutionary, beautiful agent that keeps reinventing itself. So it will never be pinned down. All right. We have just a, literally a couple of minutes left and we got to wrap it up. But uh, there's something that I've been reading the last uh, couple of weeks that uh, it well, it actually surprises me. And I imagine it might even alarm you. And that is that champagne sales have dropped dramatically by almost 20%. What's going on there? You're a bubbly guy. Is it just um, that we're we're now buying other sparkling wines, Proseccos and things like that? Because my sense is, is that people have been drinking more bubbly during the COVID crisis. That's what we've experienced, frankly, is the JCB bubbles, the 21, the 69, and all our sparkling wine have done well. Our champagne has actually done well. I think it's because of the big decline of restaurants and hotels being open and weddings and celebration not being able to be, you know, occurring the same way as before. But I feel people are still drinking a fair amount. Home consumption is not declining. It's been because all those public premises from museums to events, to vernissage, to baptism, to bar mitzvah, to wedding, to, to engagement parties are not as glamorous as they used to be. But I think we'll be back. And I'm very positive by the fact that people are enjoying bubbles. They love the dancing on the palate. We have a new wine named Forbidden Kiss that is a Total Wine and More, one of your great advisors, and it's kicking ass. It's it's really? Forbidden Kiss. It's a kiss to the illustrious palate that you have. It's 8% alcohol. It's red and it's amazing. It's a basket of flavors. So that's one wine doing well. The JCB 21 and 69 are doing great. Charles de Ferry is doing wonderful. So I think there's a lot of positive stories. It's maybe, you know, on premise into fine dinings, bars, and restaurants that it has declined. Hence, the whole statistics are going down. All right. How do you feel about the new pink Proseccos? It's, it's very interesting. It's obviously not what I drink. Okay. You know, that sugar level is, is a little high for me. You know, I like great acidity and and dosage to be 
on the zero to eight grams per liter equivalent, which is the sugar you add to it. Uh, I love the fact that the Italians not only know how to make great Prosecco, but if it's successful, they make it pink. There is so much content that Jean-Charles is putting out that you just need to Google him, if nothing else, and you can entertain yourself for months just digging into all of the things that he's done. Jean-Charles, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I so appreciate it. We love you so much. Thank you. And vice versa, David. Congratulations for your show. And we cannot wait to have you on ours. And to very soon, David, congratulations. Down to Earth Month. Yes. <laughs> all right. This edition of Grape Encounters has been brought to you by Total Wine & More. When Total Wine & More challenged themselves to keep more than 8,000 wines on hand, they pioneered a consumer experience that 99.999% of the population would have thought was impossible. It was an undertaking that I still can't totally get my arms around today. But I've spent many hours of my personal time being that adult kid in a candy store, using my mouse to learn about their extremely affordable top 20 wines of the year, or learning eye-opening details about the iconic winemakers behind Total Wine's Legends of Wine collection. TotalWine.com is an online resource so rich with content, it's hard to imagine a more satisfying wine-related experience. Spend all the time you want at TotalWine.com or at your nearest store. Just make sure you're back here with me at this same time next week for another Grape Encounter. Mm -hmm.